Welcome from the Music City Center, Nashville, Tennessee. We're here at the EMS World Expo, the largest EMS dedicated event in the world. This is EMS World Presents Stories from Expo. Your story continues here. Hello, we're here in Nashville, Tennessee, 2018 EMS World Expo. Uh, this is the EMS World slash EMS Garage podcast, kind of doing a uh, teaming up this year. Uh, I'm Aaron, and this is Dick, Dick Blanchett. Blanchett and Chris Tremblay. Tremblay. Yes. Okay, and you guys, uh, I, are you giving a presentation or do you have a poster board? This afternoon, we're going to be doing a presentation um, in one of the rooms on uh, crew resource management. Okay. Uh, we have a bit of a background together uh, on that. Um, I've been an airline pilot for. 22 years, uh, flying 747s. I was a paramedic for 22 years, uh, uh, working in the field the whole time. Uh, I was in the Air Force for 22 years. Uh, so I, I, it's a little bit of a trend here. I've uh, written a lot of articles for EMS World. Nice, nice organization. Um, ran into uh, Chris, and I'll let Chris introduce himself because he has sure. some similar experience. Uh, for sure. So uh, my name is Chris Tremblay and uh, I, much like Dick, uh, have a, a background in aviation not quite as extensive as his, but uh, I've been sure. a, a flight instructor and a pilot for about uh, 14 years now, uh, flying primarily uh, business aviation uh, type of flights, whether it be charter or teaching as well. But uh, my full-time career now is a paramedic and also in safety and education with my department. So that's how we, we tie in and, and implement a crew resource management topic together. Okay. If you're kind of watching this for uh, crew resource management, CRM, um, just to give you a background that started in aviation, there was a, uh, a series of bad accidents. And as in the aviation industry, we take a look and say, what went wrong? How can we make it better? And in that respect, they, they did. They came up with originally cockpit resource management, and then it changed to crew resource management because it was more than just outside the cockpit. Um, about 12 years ago, I wrote one of the first articles, if not the first article, on crew resource management for EMS. The same things apply. And Emergency in an airplane going 500 miles an hour is no different from an emergency in the back of an ambulance. Uh, you have a limited number of people, you have different rank structures, you have some possible bad outcomes, the patient could go sour, uh, things like that, and, and the communication between the two people is just critical. And Chris? I would agree with that. Um, much like everything in EMS, our safety and our crew safety is always priority as well in uh, aviation as well. But uh, patient care, there's a lot of things that trickle into that as far as patient safety. Uh, one of the key elements of crew resource ma management is the elimination of hierarchy and opening the communication channels amongst all of the crew. And that's uh, from external and internal threats within uh, our operational environment, but also the patient care environment as well. So. It uh, gives you some easy tools that you can absolutely bring into EMS and into your regular life on, on a daily basis. So okay, it, it's a and so you're saying, did I hear you right? You said eliminate the hierarchy. Eliminate the hierarchy when it comes to safety. Okay. Uh, yes. Not as an operational hierarchy when you would think NIMS. No. But right. It, right. Right. When it comes to, to safety and and how uh, we might see a threat that others don't 
that don't or have their back so so that would be something similar even even if you wanted to extend that to patient safety if a EMT noticed a, a bad looking rhythm on the on the monitor they're maybe not trained to know what it means but they know it's bad they say hey you know look over here and here's that, the that exact kind of situation when the when the, uh, the lowly EMT <laughs> sees something that's wrong but he's surrounded by these senior MDs and and paramedics and nurses and and yet he just noticed that the patient's a diabetic and nobody's ever done a blood mm -hmm. glucose mm -hmm. check so uh, this is where he's this is where he intervenes and we advocate four steps okay and it's to first of all say Aaron I'm concerned about something that we have may not have done so I've gotten you I've called you by name I've gotten your attention and I'm gonna make a statement of what's wrong he said I saw that he's got a diabetic history I don't think we've ever done a blood glucose check uh, what do you think now it takes courage to make that interruption to that really high-ranking doctor but that's the secret of CRM Mm -hmm. And also on for that senior person that he's willing to s stop for a moment and listen and say, what do you have? You yeah. know, he's a diabetic. Well, no wonder he's not coming out of cardiac arrest. It, oh, he has a blood sugar of 18. Sure. Let's, yeah. uh, uh, anybody got any other ideas? <laughs> so those kinds of things. What, what else would you? Uh, another area that we see this in uh, one of our examples today in our lecture to give a, a little bit of a secret yeah, yeah. Uh, secret away but uh, is medication administration um, a lot of times uh, something as simple as perhaps your morphine came packaged differently now or maybe it didn't uh, whichever way you look at it but uh, if the EMT notices something out of place something that doesn't look right as it may have been in the past for them to have the ability without fear of repercussion or knowing that they may be listened to to say you know, hey Dick, I believe that morphine vial is actually fentanyl, or mm -hmm. you know, maybe you have ketamine in your hands. Yep. Before we go ahead and push that medication, um, that that's another area. So, you can really illustrate many examples, and even ourselves can think of all the times where perhaps you started a carry down and noticed the straps weren't buckled, but you were too afraid to maybe speak up as right. your first day on the job. Something similar to that. So. It, 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 our, I think our goal of our lecture is to, to get that transparency that there should be buy-in to this topic and yeah. teach you the simple skills to how to organize organize way to interject and, and stop the unsafe environment. Okay, and so your uh, your presentation is primarily focusing on, I guess, would you call that more micro rather than macro crew resource management? Because I've seen a lot of people hear crew resource management, I think, uh, you know, multi-patient casualties right it's it's just between you and I right it, it gets down to that that level okay um, in a situation um, it, one of the worst possible outcomes you, you have a you have a situation and it's a bad outcome and and you're kind of have a briefing afterwards the worst thing I could hear is for the person to say I thought it was wrong what we were doing but I didn't want to say anything mm -hmm. That would that is the antithesis of all that we're trying to accomplish with resource management. I think that's uh, important. I mean, I don't have to tell you that. I don't think. 
and, and we've and many of us I bet you a lot of us listening to the radio right now is gonna say yeah I think I've heard that and I think I've said that yeah. a time or two absolutely how can I never do that never mm -hmm. do that again I actually yeah I mean that that specific instance happened to me when I you know you my EMT partner noticed noticed hey and I was you know I was gonna have this guy walk you know walk and he's like oh, no something changed here and I was like, oh, really? I don't walk, don't you know? And 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 it's that's important to put your, I don't know, fear and your pride aside, I guess, because that's kind Absolutely. of I mean, are those the two driving forces? It, it takes courage yeah. sometimes to say, guys, wait. I, I need to say something. Mm -hmm. Let's let's work that on that problem, and it may not be a problem, but we need to resolve it. Right, right. Uh, on that. What's that? It, it was in. Uh, this is going to sound really nerdy, but I think that was what is it? I think it was Harry Potter. End of the thing. Uh, they're giving the award, are giving points out, and he says, you know, it takes a lot of courage to stand up to your to your enemy, but it takes a lot more courage to stand up to your friends, which I think is a very poignant thing, to, and especially because you're mostly working with your friends, you don't sure. want to tick them off. Right. So, um, I think that sounds like a very interesting and, and meaningful presentation. Now, something else I'd like to point out is that over the years, a lot of people have heard of different management styles. Management by walking away, um, zero defects management, uh, Six Sigma, uh, you know, all kinds of management um, theories and philosophies in that. Well, crew resource management is one of those things that is never going to go away, ever. It might change a little bit here and there, but if you walked up to an airline pilot or an airline crew member, uh, a flight attendant, or, or even the ground crew, and say, do you, do you guys do crew resource management a lot? They'll go, oh yeah. Do you think it's ever going to go away? They'll, they'll look at you like, well, of course not. Right. What do you mean go away? No. Yeah. That, 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 are you, no, that wouldn't go away. <laughs> now, it has changed over the years. Sure from cockpit resource management, yep. crew resource management, and then added on threat and error management. What would you say about that? So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that was gonna be my next uh, segue for us if we ran out of things, but- uh, It's crew resource management. <laughs> exactly. Uh, threat and error management, um, the general concept is to identify things that might be problematic in the future. And, and some things in EMS right from the beginning could be, I'm on the, you're my partner, and I know that uh, you got held over on a 24-hour shift. So you're on the second end of your 12-hour day, going into the 24 hours. We could both drive, uh, perhaps let me drive until you have an opportunity to, to rest for a couple hours, something like that. That mm -hmm. might be an immediate identity at the beginning of the shift. Or uh, as Dick pointed out, he and I have never worked on an ambulance together. Uh, so w during the, the build of our lecture, this is one of the topics as if we're working together, we don't know each other's capability or skill level perhaps. Uh, he or one of us may be new to the area as a whole or new to the, the equipment and the ambulance. So to have that discussion ahead of time so that we were fully aware of what absolutely. might be problematic right, okay. at the beginning. So Yeah, absolutely. And to say that I'm completely open to you saying something to me. You know, I'm, I, I know the procedures, I know what to do, but they may be a little different from what you're used to. So if you don't understand what I'm doing, I expect, I demand you to speak up. Mm -hmm. Not, it'd be nice if you speak up. No, I expect you to speak up. And to have that point be clear too. 
you know. Uh, yeah, that's important. It, it, it is, uh, I come from Minnesota, where where directness is sometimes perceived as being very rude, um, but being clear and concise with what you're saying is important. And, and as to that point, uh, where that might be interpreted as rude, when it comes to CRM and, and TEM and that model, it's to take that bold comment and just forget the emotion with it, mm -hmm. interpret it, understand it, react to it, and have that back and forth conversation or, or communication loop to know that it's understood and action will be taken on, on what was mentioned. So, If you want to get more information, I was just going EMS, to ask you about that. EMS World is the place to go. You can look up uh, my name, Dick Blanchett. You'll see a lot of articles on there on CRM. You'll see it on checklist use, um, how aviation and EMS is so much the same. It is absolutely stunningly incredible. So check out EMS World and uh, you'll get Are you get guys a good on social media if, if anybody wanted to contact you or? Absolutely. On Facebook, right? Where do you, yeah. where do you go? What's your tag? What's your. Uh, just my name, Chris Tremblay. Okay. So right. you can Perfect. find me there. My email is acls911 at aol.com. I think I can remember that one. That's a pretty easy one. I'm a bit more complicated, but it's uh, C T R E M B as in Bravo L A Y at G E M S C T dot org. Very That's complicated, perfect. but uh, it'll have, be in I'll, the lecture. Chris will post product. You know, he'll he'll write it under the screen here. Go. It'll be perfect. Great. <laughs> well, thanks guys for coming and, and talking well, to me. Thank you for your yeah. time, I know Aaron. there's a lot to take in, and just giving us a sliver of your time and at the Expos is, is, means a great deal to us. Yep. We appreciate um, you. Again, I'm Aaron Gutzman, and this is the EMS World uh, Podcast slash EMS Garage Podcast coming into you uh, from the Nashville Music City Center uh, 2018 EMS World Expo.